0: John chapter 12, verse 23. We began talking about on Good Friday, amen, the seed that was made flesh. Amen. If you weren't here good, on Good Friday, you need to get that CD, because I'm not going to go over all the stuff I went over there. <laughs> amen. So get the CD, amen, for Good Friday. Hallelujah. <laughs> John chapter 12, verse 23. Here we see Jesus speaking about his death, burial, and resurrection. And it said, Jesus answered them, saying, The hour is come that the Son of God should be what glorified. And he says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die, it abideth alone. But if it die, it bringeth forth how much fruit? Much fruit. Once again, notice Jesus compares himself as a grain of wheat, amen, that is sown into the what? Sown into the ground. Well, what is a grain of wheat? A grain of wheat is seed. Some Somebody say seed. seed. Amen. And seed has to be sown in order for it to what? Bring forth fruit. And Jesus tells us in Luke chapter 8 verse 10, if you want to turn there or look on the screen, you know, your choice, amen. But Don't get too dependent on the screen. You still got to be yourself. Hallelujah. Don't forget what I taught you how to go through your Bible all these years. Amen. You don't throw it away. It took me a while to get y'all to even get your Bible. <laughs> Some of y'all didn't know the books of the Bible until we start going through the Bible. <laughs> yeah, amen. So don't throw that away. Come on, amen. Luke chapter eight verse ten, Amen. You don't know how long to, it took to get Bruce on the online. <laughs> Luke chapter eight verse ten says, and he said unto you, "It is given to know the mysteries of the what kingdom of God." But to others in parables, that seeing that they might not see, and hearing they might not understand. He says unto you, "It is given to know the what the mysteries of the what of the kingdom of God." Why? Because God doesn't want us in the dark about anything. He always wants to give us understanding of what took place Amen. and why. Amen. All right with me out of here. Amen. So he tells us in verse 11, "Now the parable is this. He said, "The seed is the what. The, word of God. the seed is the what? The, the seed God. is the word of God." So He's telling us, the word of God is what? All right, now I'm going to do Father Abraham. He's telling us the word of God is what? See. Then we read in John chapter 1 verse 1 where it tells us in the beginning John chapter 1 verse 1 in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Then we drop down to verse 14 because it says and the word was made what? Flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of what? Grace and truth. Now, we found out every word of this Bible has been personally spoken by the Almighty God and sworn oath himself. Amen. Amen. And we looked at that old Friday. Glory to God. And we also found out from, from Genesis to Malachi, God spoke every word of it. Amen. Let me say it again. From Genesis to Malachi, God spoke every word of it. Then those words, those same covenant words he spoke to Abraham was put in the mouth of Gabriel the angel and spoken to Mary. And what happened? The Spirit of God hovered over her and those words became seed that was planted in the womb of Mary and there was born a holy thing. Amen. Come on here with me out there. I'm talking about the holy thing that was in the exact image of Adam. Somebody say exact. See those words gave birth to Jesus' flesh. Amen. That's how powerful the Word of God is. There's creative power in the Word. Turn your neighbor, there's creative power in the Word. But once again the Word, we talked about this Friday, the Word is just as much manifestation of God in the earth as God the Father, God the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Let me say it again. The word of God, what you have in your hand, are you with me? What you have in your hand is is just as much a manifestation of God in the earth as God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost. And we've seen how Jesus found that word seed. Somebody say word seed. We found where Jesus found that word seed, and what did he do? He stored it in his heart, even as a child, and he went about the Father's business. And what happened? He was willing to do the will of God, regardless of the suffering he found he was going to go through, in the word seed. Amen? Then turn to Hebrews chapter 1, verse 1. He was willing to do the will of God, regardless of the suffering he found that he's going to have to go through. Come on, he's seen himself going through all the suffering in the word. He's seen the word seed. But yet he still went through with it. He still was willing to say, I'm going to do it, Lord. Come on, how many of you would have found, read a book saying, listen, you're going to die on a cross. They're going to beat you to a pulp. They're going to nail you to a cross with two-pound spikes. They're going to pull out your beard, and you'll say, okay, Lord. Most of you wouldn't have done it. Maybe try this side over here. Maybe this side will be honest. Most of you wouldn't have done it. Matter of fact, you would have been like Jonah. (laughs) You'd be running in the ship, and they'd throw you off the ship, and then you'd get swallowed by a fish. (laughs) Come on. Amen. Glory to God. But he found Hebrews 1 1 yet. Now, I want you to stay with me. Tell you never, you've got to stay with him today. Come on, tell them, turn your spirit on today. Cause we're going to teach you today. You don't have to say that part. <laughs> hey, Hebrews 1.1. 1, 1. You're just being obedient. Amen. Amen. Hebrews 1.1. 1, 1. It says, God, who has sundry times, and in divers manner, spake in time past, unto the fathers by the what? Prophets. Has in these last days spoken unto us by his Son, whom he has appointed heir of how many things? things? Heir of all things. If he's been appointed heir of all things, what does that make us? Hey. Join heirs. Hey. Join heirs of how much? Hey. Of all things. By whom also he made the world, who being in the brightness of his glory, in the express image of his person, upholding all things by the what? Word of his what? Power, When he had by himself did what? Purge our sins. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. thank you, Jesus. Sat down in the right hand of majesty on high, being made so much better than the angels, as he by inheritance obtained a what? More excellent name than they. Come on. It said he's made so much better than the angels, and he has, about, he has what? He has by inheritance obtained a more what? A more excellent name than they. Stop here and turn to Philippians 2.7. He purged our sins, folks. He purged our sin. Amen. Philippians 2.7 tells us. What did he do? But made himself of what? No reputation. And took upon him what? The form of a servant. And was made into what? Likeness of man. And being found in the fashion as a? Man, what did he do? He humbled himself and became what? Obedient unto death. Even the what? The death of the cross. Somebody say, thank you, Lord, again. And then in John 10, 17, he says, therefore does my father love me. Because I what? Because I what? lay down my life that I might take it again. He said, no man taketh it from me, but I what? I lay it down myself. He said, I have the power to lay it down. I have the power to take it again. This commandment I have received of my father. He said, nobody, nobody killed me unless I gave them permission to kill me. Come on, say amen somebody. See, we just read, he made himself obedient. Amen. Obedient unto death. Come on, do you know what he had to do? Like we mentioned Friday, he had to die by faith. Amen. Why? Because he never sinned. Amen. There was no death in him. Let me say it again. There was no death in him. As a matter of fact, he said in John 14:30, he says, hereafter I will not talk much with you. Why? Because he said, for the what? Prince of this world cometh, and he has what? He has nothing in me. He can't find nothing in me. He said, the wicked one cometh, but he found nothing in me. There was no sin in me. And when Satan kept coming against him, Jesus kept saying, it is written. It is written. It is written. What did he do? He just kept putting him down with the word of God. Where did those words come from? It came out of the seed. Somebody say the seed. So here he is. He makes himself completely obedient to death. And God laid on him. I'm not talking about his flesh, but now his flesh was involved, but I'm not talking about his flesh. He laid on him all sin, all sickness, all disease. What was this? It was the entire curse of the law found in Deuteronomy chapter 28. I'm talking about then. If you ever read the curse of the law? The entire curse of the law was laid on him. Come on, say amen somebody. Then in Galatians 3.13 it says, Christ has what? Christ has what? Redeemed us from what? From the curse. You better say thank you, Jesus. Because if you can't say thank you, Jesus, that means you ain't read that curse. Amen. He says, Christ has redeemed us from the what? From the curse of the law being made a curse for us. For it is written, "Cursed is everyone that what? Hang up on a tree. Why? That the blessings of what? Abraham might what? Come on the Gentiles. Us. Through who? Through Jesus Christ. That we might receive the promise of the Spirit through what? Through faith. That we might receive the blessings of Abraham. He was made a curse for us. Come on, he was made a curse for us. So to what? So we might receive the blessing of Abraham. Come on, say amen, somebody. Because it says right here, for he was made a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is everyone that what? hang up on a tree, verse 14, that the what? That the what? Blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through what? Through Jesus Christ. Listen, without that, you and I wouldn't stand a chance in hell. Say it again. Without that, you and I wouldn't stand a chance in hell. But he went to hell. But he went to hell. But he went to hell. And he suffered Adam's horrible treason. He suffered the punishment for that terrible, terrible act that Adam committed way back there in the garden. All sin, all the curse, more than any ever did, more than anyone ever was going to do in the future. He went to hell and he suffered there. But we read in 1 Timothy 3.16. 1 Timothy 3 16. It says, With, without what? Controversy. Great is the mystery of godliness. What? God was what? Manifest and a flesh, but what, what? But justified in the Spirit. Seen of angels. Preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world, and received up into glory. Come on. He was manifest in the flesh and made alive in the spirit. Are you with me out here? Now going back to Hebrews chapter 1 verse 5 turn back there. He was manifest in the what? Flesh and made alive in the spirit. Hebrews 1 5. Come on. God says you're supposed to know the mysteries. It's not supposed to be a mystery to you or what happened. And that's why I'm explaining this to you right now. Come on, say amen somebody. Amen. Hebrews 1.5 says, For unto which of the angels said he at any time, Thou art my son, this day have I what? Begotten thee. Now that word begotten means to be born. That word begotten means to conceive. But wait a minute. I thought he was born in Bethlehem. His body was born in Bethlehem. But guess what? He's always been with the Father. Are you listening to me out here? So he goes on to say, and again. And a what? And again, I will be to him a father, and he shall be to me a what? Son. And again. Somebody say and again. He said and again and again and again. What's, What's God doing? God is right now speaking Word Seeds. He's speaking what? Word Seeds. It says, "Then again, when he bringeth the first begotten into the world, he said, and let all the angels do what? Angels of God worship him. Listen here, folks. He says, he bringeth into what? The first begotten. He's no longer referred to as the only begotten Son of God. He's called the what? First begotten. The first born from the dead. If there's a first, that means there's a second. If there's a second, that means there's a third. If there's a third, that means, a, listen, you and I are somewhere in that number. Why? Because 1 Peter one twenty three says, being born again, not of corruptible seed. Any born, born again people in this room. He said, You were born again, not a corruptible seed, but of what? Incorruptible by the what? How were you born? By the word of God, which liveth in what? Abideth forever. Listen here. The words that you read, the words that you read in the first chapter of the book of Hebrews, these very words. Represent this entire new covenant. Let me say it again. The words that you read. In the first chapter in the book of Hebrews. These very words represent this entire new covenant. See at the time these words were spoken. Where was Jesus? At the time these words were spoken. He was in the pit of hell. The pit of, his, in the pit of this earth suffering Adam's horrible punishment. And in Hebrews chapter 1, these are the words that God spoke and released his faith and released the power of his glory. And these are words in Hebrews chapter 1. Go back to Hebrews 1.8. These words in Hebrews 1.8 is words that God spoke. And he released his faith. Release the power of his glory. And these words, when he says in verse 8, but unto the Son, he what? Amen. Say it. Now remember, where's Jesus? He's in the belly of the earth. Come on, say amen, somebody. Matter of fact, keep a marker there in Matthew 12, 40. It says, Jesus said himself, as Jonah was there, what? Three days and three nights in the what? Wells belly. so shall what? the Son of Man be there, Well, how long? Come on, are y'all following me? How long? Three days and three nights in the heart of the bowels of the earth. So where was Jesus at when God was speaking these words? In the bowels of the earth. Now going back to Hebrews 1.8, it says, what did he say here? But unto the Son, he said, what? Thy throne, O God, is forever and ever The scepter of righteousness is what? Is the scepter of thy kingdom, verse 9. Thou hast loved righteousness and hated iniquity. Therefore, God, even thy God, has what? Anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellows. And thou, Lord, in the beginning, he said, listen, listen, verse 10 now. And thou, Lord, in the beginning, hast laid the foundation of the earth, and the heavens are the work of thy hands. They shall perish, but thou remainest. And they all shall wax old as doth a garment, and as a vesture, shall, shall thou fold them up, and they shall be changed, but thou art the same, and thy years shall not fail. And what happened when God spoke those words? When God spoke those words, those are the words that went roaring down to the bowels of earth. And what to it do? Those words struck what Isaiah saw in the Spirit in Isaiah 52. Those words struck it. Matter of fact, look at Isaiah 52, 14 on the screen because it's going to take you too long to go through your Bible because y'all messing up my flow here. <laughs> Get the CD. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Those words struck what Isaiah saw when he saw as many were what? Astonished at thee. His visage was so marred more than what? Any man. And his form more than what? The sons of man. The contemporary English version reads, many were horrified. They were horrified at what happened to him. But everyone who saw him was even more horrified because he suffered until he no longer looked human. Amen, amen. Are you listening to me out there? And all of this was prophesied. Word seed was prophesied. Word seed was spoken 700 years ago, folks. It was, matter of fact, it was prophesied what he's going to go through in Psalms 22 1. Turn there. Come on, are y'all with me out there? Psalms 22.1. All of this was prophesied before he even came on the scene. Psalms 22.1 says, My God, my God. Where have you read that before? In the Gospels. But this is Psalms 22. He says, My God, my God. Why hast thou what? Forsaken me. Why art thou so far from helping me? From the words of my roaring? O oh my God, I cry in the daytime, but thou hearest not me. Thou hearest not. And in the night season, and I am not silent. But thou art holy, O oh, thou inhabit of the praises of Israel. Our fathers trusted in thee. They trusted, and they did deliver them. And they cried unto thee and were delivered. They trusted in thee and were not confounded. But I am a worm. And no man. And they reproach a man. And despise the people. All they that see me laugh to scorn. Laugh me to scorn. They shoot out the lip. They shake their head saying he trusted in the Lord. That he would deliver him. Let him deliver him, seeing he delighted him. Listen, this is all word seed that was spoken way before Jesus even came on the scene. But thou art he that took me me out of the womb, and thou didst make me hope when I was upon my mother's breast. I was cast upon thee from the womb. Thou art my God from my mother's belly. Be not far from me, for trouble is near. And there is none to help. Listen to what he's going through. Many bulls have compassed me. Strong bulls of Hashem have beset me around. They gapped at me with their mouths. As ravening and a roaring lion, I am poured out like water. All of my bones are out of joint. My heart is like wax. It's melted in the midst of my bowels. My strength is dried up like a pot shirt, and my tongue cleaveth to my jaws and thou hast brought me into the dust of death. The dogs have compassed me. The assembly of the wicked have enclosed me. They pierced my hands. They pierced my feet. I may tell on my bones. In other words, I can feel every pain in every bone in my body. They, they looked and they stared upon me. They parted my garments among them and cast lots upon my vesture. But be not far from me, O Lord, O my strength. Haste thee to help me. Deliver myself from the sword, my darling, from the power of the dog. Save me from the lion's mouth, for thou hast heard me from the horns of the unicorns. I will declare thy name unto my brethren. In the midst of the congregation, I will what? Praise thee, yeah, that the fear of the Lord. Praise him, all you, the seed of Jacob. Glorify him and fear him, all you, the seed of Israel. Somebody give him a shout in here. Why? For he is not despised nor heard the affliction of the afflicted. Neither had he hid his face from him, but when he cried unto him, All of this was prophesied, word, seed, spoken hundreds of years before he was even born. Are you listening to me out there? Then going back to Hebrews 1, it says, when God says, thy throne, O God, is what? Forever and ever. Come on, are you there? Hebrews 1, 5. Thy throne, O God, is what forever and ever. Accept the righteousness is a scepter of thy what kingdom. What happened when those words? When those words seized, somebody say, "Words seed. When those words seized were spoken, once again, it struck all of those words Isaiah saw in the spirit. When he said that Jesus was in a power, when he said that, where was Jesus? When he said that Jesus was in a power, because why? Demons were all were come around him. Every demon in hell was on him. And Jesus, twisted, emaciated spirit that the devil thought he had. The devil was saying to himself, he can't get out of here. I got him forever. But what happened? The spirit of the living God. The spirit of the living God went roaring into that place. See, he was in that place because why? The spirit of the living God was in those words. And all of a sudden, the power of the living God in those words seeds everything God is, everything God has, everything God could do, everything he ever will do. And he moved in there and he entered into the spirit of Jesus of Nazareth. And all of a sudden, this man that was manifested in the flesh became alive in the spirit. Are oh, y'all didn't hear what I said. All of a sudden, this man that was manifested in the flesh became what? Alive in the spirit. Everything God is was in that seed. Those word seeds that raised Jesus out of hell and went back up into the garden of the tomb stepped into that body. Oh, come on, say amen, somebody. And all of that word seed that had been spoken of his resurrection came to pass. Let's say it again. And all of the word seed that had been spoken of his res- resurrection came to pass. Come on, we read it Friday, Psalm 16:8. Psalm 16.8. We read it Friday. Where that word seed that was spoken of his resurrection. And Psalm 16.8 said, I have set the Lord always before me. Because he is at my what? Right hand. I shall not be what? Moved. Therefore, my heart is what? Glad. And my glory what? Rejoices. My flesh also shall what? Rest in hope. For thou will not leave my soul in hell. Neither will thou suffer thy holy one to see corruption. Listen, folks. He was buried in earthly body, but he was raised a supernatural, heavenly glorified body. Somebody say amen, somebody. Let me say it again. He was buried in earthly body. He was raised to a supernatural, heavenly, glorified body. What do we read in 1 Peter 1 23? Being born again. Not of what? Corruptible seed. But of what? Incorruptible seed. By the what? By the word of God, which what? Liveth and abideth forever. We just read the seed that was his new birth. Amen. Somebody say the seed. seed. But this is what you got to get. Tell your neighbor, this is what you got to get. Listen to this now. A born-again man, a born-again man defeated all of hell. Amen. He didn't hear what I just said. A born-again man defeated all of hell. Listen, there's a man in the Godhead. I'm talking about a born-again man. The very seed. Listen, this, that very seed is a seed that gave you life. Listen, you were born again by those very same words. What does Roman 8.10 say? But what saith it? Come on, are you with me now? The word is what? Nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the what? The word of faith which we preach. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus. You remember doing that? That thou shalt confess with thy mouth what? The Lord Jesus and shall believe in thy heart that God is what? Raise him from the dead. Thou shalt be what? Saved. For with the heart man what? Man what? Believeth unto what? Righteousness. And with the mouth what? Confession is made unto what? Salvation. See, faith is released with the mouth. See, you believe with your heart, and faith is released with the what? With the mouth. And listen here, folks. The moment you said, Jesus, come into my heart, those same word seeds that ripped hell right open entered into your spirit being. And the Spirit of God hovered over there, and there was conceived a holy thing inside your earthly body. Let me see that. Let me say it again. At the moment you said, Jesus, come into my heart. Those same word seeds, the same word seeds that ripped hell right open. Those same word seeds entered into your spirit being. And the spirit of God hovered over there and there was conceived a holy thing on the inside of you. See, something is happening to your faith right now. See, the faith is in the seed. It's in you right now. Tell your neighbors in you right now. And the faith is in the words, folks. Tell your neighbors in the word. And the anointing is the transferring agent from my spirit into your consciousness right now. And each of these words I'm speaking is pouring faith, life into your faith if you'll receive it. Come on, say, I receive it. And that's why this is Satan's absolutely worst thought about you finding out who you are. About you finding out what's available to you in that name. In the name of Jesus. Now get this now. can you, never get this now. If you believe Jesus Christ was raised from the dead and you confessed with your mouth that he is Lord. We just read the words of that Lordship in Hebrews 1.10. Turn there. Once again, if you believe that Christ was raised from the dead, And you confess with your mouth that he is Lord. Has anybody ever done that in this room? Come on. In other words, like I said here, we just read the words of that Lordship where in Hebrews 1.10 where God himself said, God himself said, And thou, Lord, where did God call him? Thou, Lord, in the beginning has laid the foundation of the earth. And the heavens are the what? Work of the hand. God called him Lord. God called Jesus Lord. And that word seed, that's the word seed that brought him out of hell. Those same exact words. And the moment you believe that he's been raised from the dead, And you said, Jesus, come into my heart. I believe with all my heart God raised you from the dead. The moment you said, I confess you as my Lord. As soon as you said that, Hebrews chapter 1 was released on the inside of you. And the very same new birth that brought him out of hell caused you to be reborn. Your old spirit man died and a new being is expressed in the image of Jesus. Come on, a new being expressed in the image of Jesus rose up from the dead. You were reborn. Come on, say I was reborn. What's 2 Corinthians 5, 17 say? Therefore, if any man Any man in this room? If any man be in Christ, he's a what? New creature. All things are what? Passed away, and what happened? Behold, all things are what? Become new. The Amplified Bible reads it this way. Therefore, if any person is engrafted in Christ, the Messiah, he is a new creation, a new creature altogether. The old previous moral and spiritual condition has passed away. Behold, the fresh and new has come. He's talking about you. The Living Bible reads, when someone becomes a Christian, he becomes a brand new person inside. He's not the same anymore. A new life has begun. Tell your neighbor, I'm not the same person I used to be. Hallelujah. Amen. But the question is, it says here, a new life has begun. The fresh and new has come. Come on. Thou all things become what new? Well, what things have become new? What new life has begun? Well, let me give you a few. Going back to Hebrews 1.8, he says, But unto the Son, he said what? Thy throne, O God. Is forever and ever, except of what? righteous is what? Except of the kingdom. Now, Revelation 17, 14, he said, Thy throne, O God, is what? Forever and ever. Is what? Forever and ever. Revelation 17, 14 states, These shall make war with the Lamb, and the Lamb shall overcome them, for he is the what? He is the what? Lord of lords and king of kings and they that are with him are called and chosen and faithful. Well who's the king he's king over? Come on, who's the lord he's lord over? Tell your neighbor we are we are well romans eight sixteen states The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are the what? Children of God. And if children then what? Heirs. Heirs of God. And what? Joint heirs with who? Come on, say, I'm a joint heir. Joint heirs with Christ. If so be that we suffer with him, that we may also be what? Glorified. What? Together. Now, Let's go back and read Hebrews 1 2 again. He says, Has in these last days spoken unto us by his what? Son, whom he has appointed? Who has appointed what? Heir of all things, by whom also he made the worlds, who being the brightness of his glory, in expressed image of his person, upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sin, sat down at the right hand of majesty on high. Listen, he's been appointed heir of all things, and we've been made joint heirs. He's been appointed heir of all things, and we've been made what? Joint heir. So that means we've been appointed error of all things. Everything God is. Everything Jesus is when God raised him from the dead. Come on, say amen, somebody. See, now we know what happened in Ephesians 1.18. What happened. And this is why Paul prayed this prayer. Hoping we get it. Hoping we get a revelation. That the eyes of our understanding being enlightened that we may know what is the hope of our calling and the riches of the glory of his inheritance and the saints and what is exceeding greatness of his power to us who what? Believe according to the what? Working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ when he did what? When God what? Raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in heavenly places. What's that right hand? It's a place of authority. It's a place of honor. And he placing what? Far above principalities. Far above power. Far above might. Far above dominion. And every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. But get it? We got to connect it though. Ephesians 2.4 But God who was rich in mercy for his great love wherewith he loved us even when we were dead in sins has he what? Has he what? Quicken us together with Christ. By grace are you what? Saved. When you said Jesus is Lord, you were made alive by those very same words in Hebrews chapter 1, verse 6. But in verse 6 it says, And has raised us up together and made us what? Sit together where? In heavenly places. When Jesus was raised from the dead, guess what? You were raised with him. Listen, you're already in heaven and you don't even know it. You're already in heaven. But not only that, you're already in heaven. We just read Ephesians 1.21. You're already in heaven far above principalities far above every power, far above every might, far above every dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. You're not going to die and go to heaven. You're already there. And now you got to get more heavenly minded. That's why this is the devil's worst nightmare. Come on, you knowing this. In the eyes of your understanding being enlightened unto this, what—that a born again, de- a born again man defeated all of hell. Amen. That a born again man defeated all of hell. Well, what are you? Let me say it again. What are you? Well, a born-again man defeated all of hell. What are you? Hell ain't got nothing on you. Demons ain't got nothing on you. The devil has nothing on you. Why? Because a born-again man defeated all of hell. And since you are born again, you have also defeated all of hell. That's what the devil's afraid of you getting the of understanding and revelation of. Hallelujah. Say, I'm born again. Born, again. born again. Now, as we close, go back to our scripture text. John 12, 23, where Jesus is speaking about his death, burial, and resurrection once again. Notice what he says here. And Jesus answered them, saying, The hour has come that the Son of Man should be glorified. Verily, verily I say unto you, Except the corn wheat fall into the ground and die, it abideth alone. But if it die, bring it bringeth forth what? Much fruit. Except a seed fall into the ground and die, it abideth alone. We know you didn't go there. We know I didn't go there. He went to hell all by himself. Separated even from the Father, folks. And last Friday, we looked at the process of the seed and the natural. And it, give, it gave us a picture of why Jesus chose, chose to liken himself as a seed planted. First of all, we found out when it comes to the seed formation, it says, plants reproduce using eggs and sperm just like people. However, they don't have physical sex. He was born of a virgin birth, folks. Amen. Amen. Male plants release pollen which fertilize ovaries. The fertilized ovaries develop into seeds which can then be distributed to make new plants. What was the pollen used to fertilize Mary's ovaries? Word seed. The power of the Holy Ghost was in that seed. Then we said in, in the seed germination process, after the seed has been made, has, has made it to its new location and is covered with dirt, it can begin germination. And when a plant is still growing underground during root formation, say it again, when a plant is still growing underground during root formation, it cannot use the sun to make food like most grown plants do. It must rely on the stored food inside the seed and oxygen from the environment to make energy. Who would the sun sun be likened to? God. It says it cannot use the sun to make food. He could not receive help while in the dirt of hell because he is separated from the Son, God. He was made to be a sin for us who knew no sin. So what did Jesus have to rely on while he's in the pit of hell? He had to rely on the word seed that he stored in his heart. Then we look at Galatians 5, 6, and it says, For in Jesus Christ, neither circumcision availeth anything, nor uncircumcision, but faith which worketh by what? See, nothing on the outside availeth anything. But what what does avail in Jesus? It says, For in Jesus availeth what? Faith which worketh by what? Love. What sustained Jesus while he's in the pit of hell? What did he rely upon when every demon in hell attempted to annihilate him in that horrible place? It was faith which worked by love. If he didn't have love for you and I, he would have never had the faith to ever come out of hell. Let me say it again. If he didn't have love for you and I, he would have never had the faith to come out of that horrible place. Because why? Faith only works by love. And John 15, 13, we read, Greater love has no man than this, that a man what? Lay down his life for his what? Come on, the love that he had for you activated the laws of faith, which is faith, which what? Worketh by love. If he had went to hell with unforgiveness in his heart, he would not have had any faith to get you out of there or to get himself out of there. Come on, say amen, somebody. If he had had, if he had, had hatred and bitterness in his heart, The devil and all those demons would have won and totally annihilated the Son of God. Why? Because no love, listen to me now, no love, no faith. And he's talking to some of you out here. No love, no faith. Unforgiveness, no faith. Why? When you put love first, faith will follow. Once again, it wasn't about feelings. Tell your neighbor, it wasn't about feelings. Feelings had nothing to do with it. He couldn't rely on his feeling while he's in a pit of hell, folks. He had to rely on what? His faith, which worketh by what? Love or activated by what? Love. Well, let's continue to look at the germination process of a natural seed. The three things plants need to grow are light, food, and water. (laughs) Light, whether from the sun or artificial light source, like a light bulb, gives the small plant the energy it needs to begin where it says photosynthesis. Synthesis, whatever you say. Photosynthesis is a process the plant uses to convert light energy into food. When you get dry seeds in a garden store, the seeds are dormant, which means they're inactive. And all it usually takes to wake them up is just to add water. What is water in the Bible? It's the Word of God. When you add water to the soil, they begin to come to life. When water is plentiful, the seeds fill. The seeds fill with water in a process called ambition. And as the seeds soak up water, it's food stored on the inside begins to convert into energy in the form of enzymes. These enzymes start the process of sending roots out roots and spouting the first parts of the plant. He begins to come alive in the spirit. First the seeds grow a root to access water underground. Next the shoots or growth above ground begins to appear. The seeds shoot towards the surface when it will grow leaves to harvest energy from the sun. And the leaves continue to grow towards the light source in a process called photomorphogenesis, which is the development of form and structure in plants that is affected by light. Come on, are you with me out here? Development of form and structure affected by light. Development of form and structure affected by what? Light. But listen to what, listen to what it said here. It says when that water goes in, it affects what? The food that was stored inside the seed. So when God spoke those words and the Holy Ghost went down and entered inside of him, what did he attach himself to? The food that was stored inside the seed. And when it got a hold of the food and stored inside the seed, guess what? Things start shooting out. Demons start going across. Come on. Demons start falling off of him and being thrown across. Why? Because the light source had entered on the inside of him. Power start coming down. Hallelujah. But it says here, Development of form and structure affected by light. In other words, when the light power source, the Holy Spirit who was in the word seed spoken by God, when it hit that stored seed, when it hit that faith was working by love on the inside of Jesus and threw off all the dead works of those demons that were trying to annihilate him, it says here, photomorphogenesis began to take place. Notice in that word is the word Genesis. Genesis, chapter 1, verse 2. And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the water. When God spoke those words, the Spirit of the living God entered into those words and began to bring to pass every word that was spoken out of the mouth of God. Light be, and light was. We know he wasn't talking about the sun. That was the blessing being spoken into the earth, folks. Then in Genesis 1:28, it says, and God did what? Blessed them. And God said unto them, be what? Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. And do what? Subdue it and have what? dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowls of the air and over every living thing that move upon the earth. That's why Jesus compares himself as a seed. While in hell, he's without form and void and he was in darkness. But when those words in Hebrews chapter one were spoken, those words begin the photomorphous Genesis process. He was no longer deformed and mangled by the, by the sin. He was no longer before deformed and mangled by the sickness and disease of mankind. He got his form back. Yeah. He looked like a man again. Yeah. He's replenished and given back his authority again. Yeah. And now he's bringing forth much fruits that are joint heirs with him. Why? And because everything has been stored, restored. Genesis 1 says and God said behold I have given you every herb bearing seed which is upon the face of all the earth and every tree and the which is the fruit of the tree yielding seed to you it shall be for me listen God has given you word seed he's given you what word seed to live on man shall not live by bread alone by by what? By by every word that comes from the mouth of God. God has given you word seed to get you healed. By his stripes you are healed. God has given you word seed to get you delivered. God has given you word seed to get you to make you prosperous again. God has given you word seed to get you set free. He's given you word seed to heal your marriage. He's given you word seed to deliver your children. He's given you word seed to get you a job. He's given you word seed to prosper you in that business. Come on. It's all in the seed. And all you got to do is sow it. Believe it. Release it with your confession and receive your harvest. Lift your hands and give God praise. Come on, lift your hands and give God glory. Come on, lift your hands and give God honor. Hallelujah. He's given you word seed, folks. Father, we thank you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. We give you glory, Lord. We give you honor, Lord, for word seed, word seed. Come on, you have on the inside of you all it takes to get your body healed. All it takes to get you delivered from any situation or circumstance that you're facing right now. Come on, he's giving you word seed. Hallelujah. We give you glory, Lord.